When I first started acting, my father told me that as long as I try, that he would be proud of me. He said if I never book a job ever, he'd be proud of me for trying. And I think success for me is that. It's just not giving up. Hey everyone. I'd like to make a few quick announcements before we get started with our engaging conversation with Darian. It's 2019, it's a new year, and the M3 Foundation has some exciting things planned for this year. A few days ago, we opened up our registration for our free ACT prep scheduled for February 23rd in Atmore, Alabama. Make sure you share this info with anybody in the surrounding area that needs to help. Lunch will also be provided. Another thing, please do not wait until the last minute to apply for the scholarships that we have available. All of this information can be found on our site at www.vm3.org. Again, Happy New Year and thanks for listening. Support for this podcast is brought to you by Forward Digital Productions, a new age multimedia production company specializing in video production, photography, and motion graphics. They believe in producing the most innovative and creative media productions for their customers. They have years of experience shooting weddings, portraits, commercials, events, and more. Please visit the website at www.goforwarddigital.com and enter the offer code VM3 for 10% off your next photo session booking. This is the M3 Conversation, and I'm Devontae Brown, and today we're having a conversation with Darian Tanay. So Darian is from Chicago, Illinois, and she attended the University of Alabama, where she studied musical theater and telecommunications and film. Darian now resides in her hometown of Chicago and is currently teaching at the Goodman Theater and performing in other projects as well. And today we'll be discussing her career and involvements in entertainment. We really appreciate you being here with us today, Darian. Awesome. I'm so excited to have this conversation. All right, Darian. So let's let's dive right into it. So when you were a young kid kind of growing up, um, is the entertainment business something that you always wanted to be a part of? I always wanted to be in entertainment. However, I was afraid to even tell myself I wanted to do it. Uh, but when I think about things I used to do when I was like, eight, nine, 10, 11, I used to have a TV show in my basement. And so I would invite my friends over and we would have like a, do you remember that show, All That on Nickelodeon? Yeah. Oh yeah. We would do, we would do stuff like that. We would have like cooking shows like Martha Stewart where we would like make things with fruit and a butter knife that I was allowed to use. Um, That's fine. And I would record it on our, um, what is it called? Video camera. There we go. I can't even think of the word because we never yeah. used them. <laughs> yeah. I recorded it on our video camera and I would make my parents watch them. So it was something I always wanted to do. It was just like a crazy dream that nobody really gets to do. So I kind of just put it away. Awesome. Awesome. So, you know, and I know going through kind of high school, a lot of um, schools have theater programs and things like that. So were you a part of any of those type of theater programs coming up or were there any other kind of extracurricular activities that kind of helped push you further into that direction? Okay, so I wanted to be a dancer since as long as I can remember. Uh, I think 
I switched into maybe wanting to be something else in high school. Uh, but I was really focused on being a ballerina um, my whole entire adolescence, like since I was three years old. I even went to Alvin Ailey and spent a summer there at their summer intensive program. Um, that was in New York City, and I danced with them all day. And we had an amazing showcase at the end of the summer. I think I did that when I was 16. And that was an awesome program. We had to audition, and it was only like 30 students. We were from all over the United States. And we did ballet and modern dance all day, and it was wonderful. So I was really focused on being a dancer. Uh, but I was also in the concert choir at school. We had a, a music requirement in my high school. So I did concert choir because some of my friends who were on dance team with me were in concert choir. And that was just the best experience ever. We uh, sang all over the United States in competitions. And we were all music nerds, like really weird kids who sang. And it was just, it was like home to me because I've always been a weird person. Um, and by weird, I mean like not a cool person, like people who um, like, the like stick to, and the, yeah. Yeah, well, kind of because I was on the dance team. So I did hang out with them, okay. but I wasn't really, I didn't only hang out with them. Or really, like, do the things that they did all the time. I kind of walked to the beat of my own drum. But I, I but I was friends with them. I just wasn't, like, only friends with them. I would say my real friends that I really loved were my friends in concert choir and on the dance team. Because we were all weirdos. We yeah. were just different in all different ways and made each other awesome like that. Um, so I was yeah. in concert choir. So I sang and I danced all through high school. And in both of those things, you act all the time. Uh, so those were always my interests. And then when I got to college, I, um, I auditioned for the musical Chicago. So I was a dance major in college and I was studying te telecommunication and film. And, uh, the musical theater department, which was across the street from the dance department, was doing Chicago the Musical and they had open auditions. So Chicago was my favorite musical at the time. And I went and I auditioned and I got in. I was the only dance major they picked because they have tons of musical theater students. So it's like, why would you pick a dance major? She's not even in our program. Um, and after that, the musical theater department said that I needed to switch majors and be a musical theater major because I wasn't reaching my full potential in the dance department. I did not officially change my major to being a musical theater major because I would have had to stay in school longer and that's expensive. Right, so I right. stayed, I stayed being a dance major, um, but the musical theater teachers they just put me in the classes, without like the prerequisites and without having the major. They would just go in, do a little thing on the computer, and I was able to take the classes and get credit for them. Awesome. So you, you talked about you know once you got to Alabama, and I'm sure you know Chicago. You being from Chicago, so you identified with that. But so. Tell, tell us a little bit how you actually ended up in Alabama versus, you know, anywhere else from all the way from Chicago to to Alabama. How, how did that happen? Oh, um, well, my mom's family is from Alabama, so oh, Alabama okay. is a second home for me. Uh, I was actually just there last week at my family reunion. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. Um, so I was doing college visits and all my cousins were going, my cousins from Alabama were going to University of Alabama for a weekend to do a college visit. 
uh, and I have like three cousins that are the same age as me. So when I heard they were going, I wanted to go because it just sounded like a lot of fun. <laughs> so right. I convinced my parents to send me down uh, for that weekend. And University of Alabama has, uh, it's called A-Day weekend. Yeah. But they also do a lot of recruiting that weekend uh-huh. because it's like the best weekend of the year. Right. So they have all of their, um, I don't know, I'll just talk from the dance perspective. Uh, they also they had our dance audition that same day. So in the morning, you went and did the dance audition. In the afternoon, you saw a little performance um, by the dancers who already go to University of Alabama. Then it was A-Day. So it was the game where the football team, the offense plays the defense. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so at the end of that day, you're like, this is the best school ever. I want to go here. All right. Going back to your role in Chicago, the play. um, did this lead to other roles or, or how did that opportunity develop for you? Um, <clears throat> I got a full ride to the University of Alabama after that. Awesome. Um, the president of the school came to the show and um, people were asking about me. They were like, who is that girl? Um, and my grandmother wrote her a letter and told her that I was an out-of-state student and my dad had just lost, been laid off from his job and I couldn't afford to come there anymore. And um, the president of the university sent my grandmother a letter saying that she saw me in the show. She talked to my teachers and they would all want to keep me and give me a full ride. Wow. That's awesome. That's a that's an amazing triumph. What was kind of your first gig or first transition coming out of college? Um, I know you're you're involved in uh, numerous performance performances now, and uh, you've also done commercials. So, what was kind of your first uh, big breakthrough coming out of college? Um, my first big breakthrough was getting an agent. That was the first thing I did. Uh, it was easy for me to get an agent I know it's a lot harder for a lot of other people but I think I was just um, blessed or lucky in that way Uh, I did the Illinois Theater Association auditions I looked them up online I think I typed in like how do you get an an agent in Illinois (laughs) Um, on Google and uh, the Illinois Theater Association auditions were happening and what we did was you pay like $50 to participate and a bunch of agencies in Chicago send representatives and you get two minutes on stage. So you can do two monologues, you can do a song in a monologue and um, the Illinois Theater Association also has um, workshops before the audition date. So you come in and you do your audition for like a group of other auditioners as well as some of the the people organizing the event. And it just really helps you prepare for the day so that you just put your best foot forward when you go. Like they're not saying you're going to get an agent if you do this workshop, but you will feel more comfortable um, the day of the audition. So I went in, I did a song and a monologue. And then they had a uh, dance portion where they taught us to dance and then we performed the dance. And there was probably 15 people in a huge auditorium because basically all the agencies as well as uh, theater companies had just sent one person just to watch because it's a long day. It's a lot of people. Um, The talent is like all over the place. 
they just sent a person to take notes of people who are there. And I had two agencies who were interested in me uh, after that. Right. Okay. So uh, a question for you. So I know a lot of people say it's hard, you know, getting started kind of in the acting business or in the entertainment field. Um, So can you tell me anything about kind of the ratio of how many auditions you actually go through before you get a role into something that you actually like? Oh, gosh. It's like 100 to 1. Wow. (laughs) Um, In the acting business, you expect to hear no. I mean, every audition you do, you we call it winning the room, not winning the audition. So what winning the room is, is you go to an audition, you do your best. And when you leave the room, the casting directors or the directors, whoever you're auditioning for, think that you're great. Um, if you don't get the audition, that doesn't mean that you failed. That just means it wasn't right. You weren't right for that thing. But working means that you're being called into auditions. The goal of a casting director is to have every single person that they show the client is amazing. Right. So everyone who goes into an audition is usually amazing, but it's the certain person who gets the part, who is right for the part, that books the job. But booking a job is fantastic, but that doesn't mean that you're any better than the person who doesn't book the job. If you're both getting called into the audition, you're both worthy of the part. So uh, auditions, I go to them and that's it. I go, I do my best and I let it go. And if I hear back, then fantastic. And if I don't, it's okay. But I think if you sit around and wait to hear back from auditions, you'll just never be happy. Right. Because my job, like my nine to five job is going to auditions. Doing jobs after that is like the bonus. But my job is to go to auditions, do my best, and win the room. So that the next time, if I don't get that job, the next time the casting director is thinking about people to call in to the audition, I'm at the top of their list. Right. Like, oh, we we have to have Darian in here. She's got to be in here. I need my client to see her. Right. Okay. So that's that's definitely a good a good insight into, you know, how you continue to do that work. It's almost like doing an internship. You might not get that initial job coming out of school, but they might, you know, another role might come up and they say, Oh, I remember this guy. He did a good job. We didn't hire him right off the bat, but he may be available for a job now. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, and clients, a client will be, um, any type of commercial you're doing or any type of play. I mean, the client can also, I think I've, you know what? I auditioned for a show once and I got an offer for a different show for oh, my wow. audition. Yeah. So I, I auditioned for show A and then they sent me an offer for show B, which yeah. is not, it's not even the show I auditioned for, but they were just like, we don't like her for this, but she'd be really great in this. How do you see the importance of diversity within the entertainment business throughout your um experiences thus far oh i think it's the i think it's the most important thing i think it's the most wonderful thing um when i go to auditions where everyone looks like me i have certain friends that are older than me not even not too much older but have been in the industry in chicago longer than i have and when i see them on auditions it's comforting i like to talk to them 
I like to call them and ask them what I should do in certain situations. Um, it's really important to me, the women that I talk to. Um, from it's the most important thing ever i have i have understudied two women here in chicago in different shows and we are still friends one of them i teach with at the goodman um and i just get to learn from her all the time she is so amazing her name's Mackenzie chin um she's an actress here in chicago and um she also just did an album called growing concerns nice where it's a bunch of amazing poetry um and her show is amazing and i went to it last year and she's still touring it with her group um and being able to talk to her on a daily basis i work with her is so inspirational that i can just like be in the room with her and talk to her and uh it's also comforting that i have people to talk to when things are weird or i don't know what to do especially from a business standpoint because as actors, we're all self-employed. Like, we don't work for our agencies. We work with our agencies. Right. Um, so as a business owner, it's good to talk to other business owners and just know what to do. Because sometimes you don't know what to do. Right. And you need you need people to talk to. to maybe they don't even tell you what to do. But we just talk about what are different things that you can do, and then it's easier for you to decide. Right, that makes sense. So, um, you know, a little earlier, you know, we spoke a little bit about some of the uh, opportunities that you've been a part of thus far, and I know, uh, I know, one of the big things that I saw that kind of caught me off guard was one of your commercials uh, that you've done, and it's on live TV. So, have you gotten a lot of good feedback from that? And you know, do you? Do you have you seen any changes or any type of fame come with that commercial that got kind of greenlit or anything from what that? Commer- Do you remember what commercial it was? I think it was the Target commercial. Oh, a Kmart commercial. Kmart, Kmart, yeah, Kmart. Was it was it the Christmas one? Yep, it was. Oh yeah. Um, fame? I don't know. I don't think I'm famous at all. Uh, it's not. I don't know. My friends all say I'm famous, but I don't see it that way. Um, I don't know. I don't really think my goal is to be famous. So maybe that's why it's like, I'm not famous. That's weird. You're right. (laughs) I I don't. I think it was either Lady Gaga or Sia who said, um, the more famous you get, the less human you become. Right. It's like little things like being able to like go to the grocery store, go to the movies with your friends or just like be in a public place and not have people know who you are. Those are those are very valuable to me. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if I book an HBO series, I'm not going to be like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. I'm going to be famous. Right. But I don't I don't think it's necessarily something I'm uh, trying to get. Yeah. So uh, have you had to deal with that as of yet? You know, people stop you in the store like, hey, I saw you on a Kmart commercial. Um, When I did a show, I did Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh-huh. I would I had uh, multiple shows in days sometimes. So I would go and uh, it was at a big theater downtown and I would go eat 
in between shows at different restaurants and the children who came to see the show would like wig out and be like yeah it's violet she's right there <laughs> so i mean that was cute because they were kids right um and that was that was fun i think the most famous you ever feel before you like become famous famous is when you do a kid show right because the kids just lose their minds when i was Dee the fairy um one of my girlfriends brought her niece with her and um her she said her niece was like what do you mean that's your friend she said, like, yeah, that's my friend. Her name's Darian. And she was like, Darian. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Just thinking Dee Dee the Fairy as Darian was a really cool person. So I think that's the most famous I've ever felt. Um, people tell me that they see me in commercials and things like that. But I just do so many. It's like, it's just part of the job. It's just what I do. Yeah. And that's cool. Yeah. So. Would you say the first one that aired, did it kind of expedite the process of you getting more or was it still kind of you just um, by chance falling into those roles? Uh, from my experience, um, actually, yes, I a lot of companies that do commercials are like the same companies and uh, the clients, like the Target, the Kmart, the whatever, they go to the same production companies to get the commercials made. So I do think that after I've done a commercial with a certain production company, I've done more commercials with that same production company. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that all goes into the whole winning the room thing of you do your best in the audition and then you get the job. But you also do your best in the job. So that you're not a diva or you're you don't have your lines memorized or you um, are late. I mean, it's 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 a business. So my business is me being on time, me being prepared, um, me looking the way I'm supposed to look when I get there, um, following instructions, being there on time. That all goes into running a good business. So when they hire me again, or say it's me and another girl up for the same role, the production company might say, well, I worked with Darian last week. She was fantastic, super professional. Um, I haven't worked with this other person yet. So then I'll get the job just because I have a, a positive reputation. Awesome. All right, Darian. So just moving along with the questions. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you, you know, kind of going through all this stuff, you seem to be really excited and you can hear it in your voice that you really enjoy what you do. Um, so what would you say you love most about what you do? Um, acting, the best thing is, I think the best thing is just getting to do what I want to do. Like sometimes I can't believe that I get paid to play. Right. I can't believe I get paid to um dress up and be a fairy that is so cool and so fun and um most of the people i get to work with and work for have just been amazing people and uh usually artists are very um open to everyone because we're all weirdos um, so I get to meet all kinds of different people who are kind and enrich my life as well. Like when we get to talk backstage about 
their lives and my life and how they're different. It's just, it's so exciting and fun. It's just, it's the place where I feel happy. Right. Um, and then, uh, let's see. I also, I like theater a lot because you get to experience the show with your audience. So, like, shows are different based on the audience's reactions. So, right. we get energy from them and mm-hmm. just like they get energy from us. Um, that's very exciting. I did a show that I died in the show. And uh, my friends who came were crying. Like, they couldn't stop. <laughs> they, were like, they were like, we knew that you weren't dead, but, like, seeing you dead. Right. And then there was a funeral afterwards. And oh, it was wow. just like, they just, like, couldn't stop crying. And it was funny to me because I'm standing there looking at them like I'm alive. Yeah. Um, but they were just so moved by it. And that was also really cool, being yeah. able to affect other people and have them leave the theater with something is uh invaluable oh so teaching i love teaching well the school i was at it's not really great for um kind of the extracurricular a person who's well it's it's not great for a person who's also an actor oh, okay um it was it became hard for me to go to auditions um and teach because i was getting auditions like three two three times a week and it was hard to be away from my students uh, two, three days a week, even though I was able to bring them amazing information. And I would always tell them about what the audition was like or what the job was like, and they would get really excited about it. But it was just the, the having two nine to fives was very challenging um, time commitment. But now that I teach at the Goodman Theater, I'm able to have a much more flexible schedule and all the teachers that I teach with are also actors or performers in some type of way. So when we have auditions, we just cover each other and understand and um, it's easy. We also co-teach. So it's usually two teachers in a room at a time. So um, I'm able to leave and come back whenever I need to in like the best mindset possible. So I think I think if you're teaching in a place that doesn't make you happy, you should leave and yeah. teach in a different place that does make you happy because I absolutely love teaching. I'm teaching high school students right now um, and they're so brave and they want to learn whatever we have to offer and they put their best foot forward and it it makes me a better performer when I'm teaching them because it's like how can I not be brave if they're being brave right if I'm telling them to do something how can I not do the same thing right so it definitely keeps me on my p's and q's and I think I learn from them just as much as they learn from me maybe they might teach me more just from getting to know them so teaching at the Goodman Theater has been probably my favorite job i've ever had um so how would you say you would define success in your career when i first started acting my father told me that as long as i try that he would be proud of me he said if i never book a job ever he'd be proud of me for trying and i think success for me is that it's just not giving up and um, 
not to compare myself to other people, which is so hard, especially because of social media and you see people post things on Facebook and then you're like, well, why am I not, not even Facebook, why do I say Facebook, who uses that? On Instagram, <laughs> you see people post things on Instagram and you're like, oh, they got that part I wanted or, oh, I didn't even know about that job, why didn't I audition for that? And um, I think just reminding myself that my journey is my journey and it's going to be different than anyone else's and trying to appreciate small things to me is is being successful like appreciating that I went to an audition and I did my best or appreciating that I failed at the audition but I learned some awesome things for the next one um all those things are are so important so I think success for me is putting my best foot forward whenever I can and being open to this journey that I'm on of being an actress and a teacher. Awesome. So that was a great answer. What advice would you give to anybody interested in getting into the entertainment business? Be a great person to work with. I think, you know, there are people who are super duper talented and like really mean because they're so talented so like they book jobs all the time because it doesn't matter because they just that that voice they have is just so amazing their attitude is just something we'll have to put up with there are people like that who are super successful but I don't think those people are happy because the friends that I make in my job make me so happy um so I think being a good person to work with and having people bring up your name like, hey, I'm looking for a person who can do this, this and that. And they say, oh, I just did a show with this girl, Darian. She would be awesome for that. She's super cool. Um, you should contact her. I think that's like the biggest compliment you could ever have is just be a good person to work with. So just be kind and treat other people how you want to be treated. Awesome. And, and and do your best and be professional. So like be on time. <laughs> Look right. the way you're supposed to do. Follow the rules. Because um, uh, everybody in, in the industry, everybody has a job. Everybody has a job that they're responsible for. So you have to make everyone's job easy for them because you want them to do the same thing for you. You don't want to go to an, a job and all of a sudden there's a brand new script. I mean, sometimes it does happen, but it's probably not the person who's giving you the script's fault. <laughs> um, so you just be positive and um, be brave. Do the best you can. Things that I struggle with. I really want to go somewhere and take acting classes. Um, yes, I'm a working actress and all that, but... I feel like I need a tune-up of things that I learned in college. I would like to go learn them again and learn some new things. Um, so I guess I'm saying that learning is important, like all the time. And whatever you do, you should learn how to do it better. Um, so I'm looking into... Uh, either going to grad school for acting which I don't think I want to do because it's going to be uh, like two years 
and I think I want to do a shorter program but that's definitely something I'm looking into um so yes I'm looking for I'm looking for in next year 2019 to be going to school somewhere and I'm really excited about that I think in acting there's just always stuff to do because it's it's your business you're the you're the CEO COO CFO of Darian Tanay Productions like it's uh it's a job of selling yourself and selling your business and your product which is being whoever the director needs you to be when they need you to be it uh, especially like in television and film uh, it's a little different because when you're doing a play you're on this journey from start to finish so like you start the play the character goes through a journey and then the play is over in tv and film you do things out of order so you might have to like be a distraught mother at the drop of a hat which is very hard um, so I think in honing your craft and being able to do those things is really important. Uh, so I think that's another big reason I want to go to school is so I can get those tools together to be able to do it better than I already do. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, that was that was that was very insightful right there. I appreciate that. So, Darian, that is all the questions I have for you today. This has been a great conversation, and I believe anybody listening will definitely have a better insight into the entertainment business. Um, so we really appreciate you being here with us today. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. It's been great. Um, also, if people have any questions, um, don't blow up my email. But <laughs> if you do have really important, awesome questions, you can email me at... Uh, Darian Tanay Hill at gmail.com. It's a D A R I A N T E N E Hill H I L L at gmail.com. All right. And thank you guys for listening. Please visit the site, theM3.org, for more information or to see what we have coming up. Please subscribe to the site and contact us with your feedback. If you're listening to this via the website, please head over to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast. Also, visit the donate page if you'd like to make a tax-deductible charitable donation to help support our scholarships and outreach programs. You can also follow us on all social media at The M3 Foundation. Again, thank you guys for listening, and we look forward to having you next time.